This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Uh, James writes, Hello, Daniel. New owner of Auckland A-League franchise wants to call them the Black Knights. Insert Monty Python references here. Oh, you can't do that. You can't name your team the Black Knights. It's a, it's only a flesh wound. Come back, you bastard. I'll bite your leg off. Yeah, God, you're just opening yourself up for Monty Pythonisms, if that's the thing. Um, every which way. Uh, Brad writes, uh, where's Ryan Thomas? Fallen off, we're still playing. He's playing again, Brad. Um, I think he returned to his first senior match for the first time in two years, some two weeks ago for Pex Vola. I hope I pronounced that correctly. The next, our next guest will know how to pronounce that correctly. Correctly, correctly, correctly. Former Fortuna Sittard legend. It's Fred De Jong. Goedemorgen. Goedemorgen, meneer. Hoe gaat het? Heel goed, thank you all. Heel goed. Especially um, because the All Whites. Got a result, a positive result against Ireland, for which we are, uh, which we have you on for, Fred, to talk about this game. You, you know what it's like when you're in a studio. My head's up and down. I didn't really get to watch it for long stretches. What I did see was a really slow start from New Zealand over the first, maybe, maybe even up until the goal. I, I described it as like a Guinness. It takes a while for a good Guinness to set. But after that, it looked like a completely different game. Is that a sort of fair interpretation of what's transpired? Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, you're right. Slow start. Ireland, Ireland came out buzzing. They were sharp. They, you know, playing the ball through the middle of the park and then exposing us out wide, especially down our right flank, their left left hand side. Um, the, the guy Johnson was very good in the first very half lively. an hour, probably. Yeah, very lively. And then uh, you know, Nando Painaker dwells on the ball and and we concede a really soft goal. Um, and then I think Ireland thought, oh well, this is this is going to be quite easy and just buttoned off. And that allowed us a lot of, a, there's a lot more space in the game. It was so open. Uh, and we took advantage of that and started to, you know, grew into the game. And I think the last five or 10 minutes of the first half and then the whole of the second half, I thought we, um, we exposed them time and time again. And, uh, and, you know, especially when we get Sarpreet on the ball facing forward, I think um, we're very, very good. And I think um, one of the, for me, one of the takeaways out of this game is you, Sarpreet's got to play in the centre of the park or float around the middle of the park as opposed to being stuck out wide and because uh, he's way more effective when, he, when he's coming inside and picking up the ball and then trying to thread balls through because uh, when he does that, he looks like a, you know, a top-class player. Well, you've got to question number six on my list uh, a little bit early. How, how have you enjoyed <laughs> how they've deployed Sarpreet Singh? Because he, he does, he, A, left-footed, um, Genuine creativity. We've been blessed with those a lot over the years. 
Did he creep inside a little bit more? Did he become a little bit more of a central figure rather than sticking out on that right? Yeah, I think I, I think a real snapshot of how you re- how you want to how you can utilize him the best was the chance he set up for Max Mutter. Max Mutter, yeah, for for Mutter. Um, you know where he's picked up the ball middle of the park, turned and, and facing forward, and just slides this this beautifully weighted pass into the run of Mutter and. You know, um, he you know, shoots and the keeper saves it. But, you know, really good opportunity. And if you can get him into those sort of positions consistently, then there's the service that you want to get into Chris Wood. And I think, um, you know, that, that, that shows how New Zealand um, can unlock defences as opposed to, uh, I think, in recent games, we've been trying to get the ball wide and whip in crosses. And it's like, it's too easy to defend that. And you've got to have more strings to your bow. And I think that is one that, um, that we need to develop. And we look a lot better for it. And we've got the players that sort of uh, can accommodate that. But I think what it does mean then is you've got to say, okay, who are the, who are the midfielders playing behind Sapreet? Because I think in the first half, they, you know, they've got Staminich, Bell, and Garbutt. Garbutt. And and yeah, and then you've got you know so and then so because of that, Sapreet's sitting out wide, and I think something's got to change in there to to accommodate Singh. Uh, Ireland come out firing to that point you made. Um, probably expected uh, much change side. They've had the disappointment of the European uh, qualification. Um, you know that they got the job done against the Netherlands in the sense they needed to lose. This is not this is not a mistake, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. But other results didn't go their way, so I don't even think they get into the qualification, um, um, the playoff path rather. Uh, Stephen Kenny, the manager, is like is dead man walking. It does seem so. They were going to start with a, a fair bit of intensity. So how do we handle that better next time? Because I thought our passing from the back just we, we, we were trying to shoot ourselves in the foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were trying to play. Um, when the opposition were way sharper, um, pressing us, picking us off, um, couldn't couldn't control the ball, and I think that that shows that like, and I think at times in the first half, Greece were the same. You know, when teams are really good, teams are, are pressing us really, um, uh, pressing us well. You know, as a, as a unit, we struggle. We will struggle to play out. Um, you know, and, and I think the game once the game had opened up, everyone's got a bit more time, and we look quite good. Um, but you know, when when Ireland, as you say, the Ireland have been horrible. You know, the only team they've beaten in qualifying for for Euro is Gibraltar. They've beaten them twice, and they've you know they've lost to France, lost to the Netherlands, lost to Greece twice. So so they've been they've been shocking. Um, so yeah, I think uh, and you can see why. And I think uh, Stephen Kenny's tried to bring in this expansive um, style of football. They don't have the players to do that. You can see that they they're too loose um, structurally. They're not. They're not um, disciplined enough, and we capitalised on that, which was good. Good to see. Um, but yeah, Ireland, uh, after after 20 minutes or so, suddenly all the foibles that we saw against the Netherlands come to the fore, and you know that there's they leave gaps. They they don't track players, um, and and you can see why they're um, they're not doing very well in their qualification. I had a good chat to Tony on Saturday after the Greece game. We were both a little bit lost as to what what they're trying to achieve tactically. Um, 
we saw that over the last hour. And, and that's, I, I suppose, with Darren Basie, new at the helm, that's what you want to see, improvements. So that last 60 minutes, is that what you bottle and, and move forward from these two games? Oh, that's, and that, that'll be the message that comes out of the camp. Um, definitely, you know. I think uh, you could see early on we tried to press. We were trying to press high um, and Ireland just passing through us. Um, so I think, you know, it's, 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 it's an interesting one because if you, you know, when you, when you play like that um, against an island, the, the Pacific Island teams, you will do really well. If you press them high, they just can't live with that and you win the ball high up the park and then, you know, they're, they're all over the place and, and you'll probably um, score goals from that. Um, and that's all we need to do to qualify for the World Cup. Uh, but once we get to the World Cup, we have to be better than how we showed in the first part of this game um, and more like what we saw in the, in the back half of the game. Um, but we will, we will come up, certainly come up against better teams than we saw against the, the, the Irish were uh, today. Um, so, so, yeah, I mean, it's that, it's that conundrum, isn't it? When, you're in Oce- when you're, your confederation's Oceania, um, the bar's pretty low. And um, so we... You know, these games are important because you want to set your standards a bit higher than um, what it's going to take to qualify for the World Cup. Excuse me, ignorance. And, and this might have just missed me. It might have just slipped through my fingers like I'm um, an out-of-form goalkeeper. <laughs> Has OFC been guaranteed a spot, like a full spot? Yes. For 20, yes. and, and so, so that is set in stone. Fantastic. Because yep. I, I just don't trust FIFA to, to change that um, <laughs> and, and still make us qualify. But that would make sense, wouldn't it? So you, you win Oceania, you're yeah. in a World Cup. Happy days. Yeah, no, and there's no, uh, and the downside of that, obviously, is there's no intercontinental playoff, you know? So, you know, you, you don't have any big games in a four-year cycle. Um, and, and, and I think what, like, what you're finding as well is through qualification for the, for the next World Cup around the world is virtually irrelevant in a lot of, in a lot of places. Um, you know, we saw... Argentina lose to Uruguay a few days ago. And normally, that would put Argentina sort of, ooh, you know, fourth or fifth sitting in, uh, in the South American group. Well, seven qualify. So it's like, don't worry about it, lads. You know, doesn't, you know you, you, there's, no, there's no way you're not going to qualify for the World Cup. And so, you know, that, that's, and that's right across all the confederations. You know? So, I, I, you know, it's a bit... Uh, I find that as one of the one of the biggest negatives of this uh, World Cup expansion. Although I, I guess you could spin it into a positive, Fred, which is unusual for me, that uh, you could try and make those OFC games a big deal. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. they they uh, ha- they eff- effectively have become a big deal. Yeah, they are, they are. But um, I mean, the 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 difference. We we won the Nations Cup last. We won the Nations Cup final last time round 5-0. So, you know, you, you're looking at that going, if you're winning a final 5-0, then um, there's not much competition in the, in the region. And so that's... Hey, it doesn't you know, stop the probably... Australian cricketers enjoying beating England 5-0 in an Ashes <laughs> series, mate. Come on, buddy. That's true. That's true. I take your point. Yeah. Yep. So, and I think that, and in, in, in a wider, in a wider sense as well. I mean, it just shows, like, you need to, I think, um, to to really improve. New Zealand really does have to move away from the Oceania Confederation. And to really improve, 
to be serious. And, and you look at Aussie and where they sit in the world football now, because they ha- they've had to, you know, they've had to improve to, um, to, to survive in Asia and, um, and, to, and to grow in Asia. And, uh, and you're seeing the, the fruits of that now. And I think, um, yeah, if New Zealand is serious about um, being a better footballing nation, then um, that's the, we, we can't stay where we are. You can't sit still you, because yeah. other people are going forward. This is a fresh topic, isn't it, Fred? It's not as if we have, a, uh, we've discussed this in the past. Of, Do you know what it reminds mate. me of? Yeah, this is a brilliant segue on your behalf because it reminds me of how many times I've talked about a waterfront stadium in Auckland. Um, and guess what? We've, we've got a new entity on board who's, who's taken all of three minutes to bring up a waterfront stadium in Auckland. Of exactly. course, there is, a new there is A-League franchises coming to Auckland. All right, Fred, how optimistic are you that this is going to be far, far better, knowing full well the bar was incredibly low with the Knights and the Kings. Sorry to say, mate. Um, that, that this will be a success. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Have times, have, have times moved on? I was doing my best. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I say sorry, to all the man. listeners... I apologize. Sorry, Younger. <laughs> it's all Fred's fault. Uh, there's, um, there's one key difference between <laughs> the past and the present, uh, and that's the, obviously the money. And I think that's, um, yeah. That, that well, they have them. They actually have it they, this time. They have it. They have it, um, and it's just a question of how much of it they're going to spend. Um, and I think that, that's the key difference because um, the, night, the Kings, the Knights, was always on a shoestring. Um, was always struggling, and I think this is very different. And I think, um, you know, for someone to take a, an ice hockey expansion team in the U.S. and then win the Stanley Cup in six years um, sort of speaks volumes about what's possible with the Auckland A-League franchise um, because that's no mean feat. Um, you know, one of, the, one of the most difficult sporting competitions to win and to do that with a new team in six years um, really, really does um, fill you with a bit of confidence that they have the the financial backing, the wherewithal, and the desire to to actually be successful on the field. And um, and I think even um, when you look at the Phoenix, um, I think you know the it's no no um, it's no no uh, secret that the Phoenix have cut their budgets. Um, and I think. You know, the Auckland side can be a real point point of difference um, for the New Zealand for the A League in New Zealand. And uh, yeah, it was uh, it was not, it was good to see Jim uh, Bill Foley very bullish last night at the the function where he did a Q and A. It was um, you know he said we're, we're here to win the league, um, we're with the competition, um, we're not here to make up the numbers. Um, you know, can't tell you how long it's going to take, but maybe after 12 months I'll be able to 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 give you. Um, a view on that, um, but yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't about oh we're here just to be part of the competition. We're going to take each game as it comes. It's none of that. And I think um, if they can carry on that sort of rhetoric uh, over the next, you know, as they as they hit the ground um, with players and the like, um, then yeah, I think it's going to be good and make it a spectacle at Mount Smart Stadium, and people will go along, just like the Warriors. It's a spectacle. Yeah. It's people are behind it. It's passionate. Uh, and if you can engage like that, then people will come along and, and be entertained. Well, he's guaranteed five overseas import slots to be filled and two marquees. He guaranteed that, didn't he? So it's going to be fun, whatever happens. Gee, they might want to call themselves Hollywood F- <laughs> They might want to call themselves Hollywood FC. Or no, I think Bayern Munich actually own that title, don't they? So 
yeah, own, go fishing. Own the night, uh, man. Own, own the knights. Own the knights. Be the, be the black knights. Nothing wrong with that. Own it. It's like... It was it's only a flesh wound. Are you serious? <laughs> you can't be. Is this a Monty Python skit you're doing no. right now here, Fred? Abs- absolutely own it, man. Just go, look, it was crap the first time around. We know that. This is how it should have been done, and I'm going to show you how. To me, that's, None like, shall that's pass. a big selling point. <laughs> None, None shall pass. pass. None shall Thou pass. Shall not it, pass. it is only a flesh wound. It is but a scratch, Fred. <laughs> it is but a scratch. <laughs> Lovely to chat, my friend. Uh, go well, mate. We'll catch up soon. Take it easy. Awesome, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks, man.